1: Did he offer those private briefings to you as a way to try and repay that debt, Mr. Deripaska? It's a big issue in the United States, sir. Did he offer you those private briefings to try and repay some of that debt to you? Is that why he offered them?
0: Get lost, please. You have Manafort proactively and sort of aggressively trying to brief a Russian oligarch with ties to the Kremlin.
1: Manafort and Gates. Manafort and Gates. This was a collaborative criminal enterprise.
2: He went on to say, I had hoped and expected my business colleague would have had the strength to continue the battle to prove our innocence.
0: Hello and welcome to Trumpcast. I'm Virginia Heffernan. So, you know, when Jacob Weisberg, Trumpcast's creator, asked me to come on as his co-host, I had one question for him and for Slate. Trumpcast, eh? How do I use this job to get whole? Because we've all got debt. I mean, credit cards are not going to use themselves. And when my dad asked me recently if I'd ever carried a balance from one month to another, that was the first time I learned that there even is something called carrying a balance that's apart from just having a credit card. So yes, debt, it's the American way. But while I sometimes carry balances of as much as $1,000, with some of us it gets a little more out of hand. I'm talking about people like Jared Kushner, who's been known to carry a balance or two on things like the Watchtower building in Brooklyn and that devilishly debt-ridden pile 666 Fifth Avenue. Former National Security Advisor Mike Flynn probably owed someone something when he allegedly got involved in a plan to kidnap a Turkish cleric from the Adirondacks for $15 million. And Jared kept having his money fall through until... According to the New York Times, he started letting some bankers and hedge fund types into the White House for influence and snacks. And then suddenly he could pay off his overlords. So that worked out well. But Paul Manafort is the king of all this. He came to the Trump campaign for a shot at redemption on the run from one of the biggest, hairiest bookies in Russia, Oleg Deripaska, to whom he owed untold millions. If he could look sharp again, he thought. If he could have a campaign at his back, peddle a little influence. Well, as he told a friend in email, he could be Paul Manafort again. He could use this thing to get whole. You know, wait, I have such a weird feeling that Flynn, Kushner and Manafort... We're not really in this to, like, do public service. You know, like, ask what they could do for their country. (sighs) Maybe we all just need to stop carrying balances and try to be whole, like, spiritually whole. My guest today is the one and only Anthony Cormier, a crackerjack investigative reporter at BuzzFeed, who, among other things, has spent the last year running down leads on the Steele dossier and also following the Manafort money to its bloody, dirty hiding places. Lately, too, he's been tracking a curious Belarusian sex worker and Instagram personality, Nastya Rybka, who... I'm not even going to say you can't make this stuff up anymore. She might be a witness connecting Trump to the Kremlin via a bunch of corrupt, lecherous geezers with money. But she's in prison in Thailand right now, so Anthony will explain all. But first, Paul Manafort is in a tight spot.
1: Hey, Paul. Well, wait, who's there? Hey, Paul Manafort. Yeah, Yeah, that's me. Who's talking? I'm the Walls. The Walls? The walls around you. I'm the walls. What do you want, walls? Hey, did you hear? Hear what? They got Flynn. Yeah, I know they got Michael Flynn. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, you hear that? Are you closer than you were? Hmm? Yeah, you hear they got Papadopoulos too. Yes, that's old news. They got Papadopoulos. Yeah. Uh, I'm not guilty, so I'm not worried. Yeah, you've been indicted. Yeah, I know I've been indicted, but I'm going to be my. I'll be my innocence will be proven. Yeah, you hear? Hear what? Rick Gates Flynn. Gates, what? yeah gates flip do you hear that ricky rick gates yeah doesn't he like know all your dirt yeah but he said well but there's not dirt to really know like he knows all about your financial ties yeah like and everything yes yeah 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 well he's pro- i'm not sure he won't cooperate in all matters he's he's cooperating quote-unquote all matters he said that literally yeah. all matters yeah quote-unquote yeah hey, look yeah are you saying that i should flip and hmm. give up Trump. Hey, your word's not ours. Huh? It just we're, we're feels just like this room is getting much, much smaller than it was for me. I can't. I'm are you getting closer than you were before? Hmm? No, it's just a room. Just what, a room what size walls. are the dimensions of this room? It feels smaller than it is. Just the walls. I feel like the walls are closing in. Mm. What ow? You don't have to talk oh, so sorry. Loud. You're the, right up next to me. oh sorry. Am I bumping into you? Yes. I'm now the now the whole room is just the size of me. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Looks like you really are a man in a fort. That's not funny. What are you doing? (laughs) Walls. Go away, Walls. A flip. A flip!
0: Today's sketch, Tight Spot, was performed by Steve Waltine and Asher Perlman. Joining me in the studio is Anthony Cormier, an investigative reporter at BuzzFeed. He has been following Paul Manafort's money. Welcome, Anthony. Thanks for having me. Since yesterday's news was about Jared Kushner addressing his own debts and possibly leveraging his office to get more loans, it made me think about Paul Manafort, the original debtor that was part of the campaign, not part of the administration, but part of the campaign, who came in with his bookie chasing him. That's Oleg Deripaska. And famously asked, as he sort of rose in importance as Trump's campaign manager, how can we use this to get whole. And right. so we start with K- Kushner has his debt at six 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 Fifth Avenue. Manafort has his debt to Deripaska. And Flynn has something going on, too. Some other debt we don't totally get.
2: we don't know, right but now.
0: Manafort is is definitely the paradigm of how can I use this to pay off my debt? So let's just let's let's start with how can we use to get whole Manafort in trouble and comes to the campaign, hoping, to pay off his creditors well, I mean, and to, to, redeem to, himself.
2: To my mind, that is a central unanswered question. Why did they pick Paul Manafort? Yeah. Right? I think that would be, illuminate quite a lot of things. What was that thought process like? They've never sort of adequately answered that to us because he comes to the campaign, like you said, running, basically. He's yeah. he's, he's running away from a large amount of debt to a very powerful and dangerous, frankly, man in in of Deripaska. And so when he essentially is is using that opportunity to get hold, you, you sort of wonder, did he? Did he? <laughs> I mean, we don't know yet, but I mean, it's sort of uh, that's sort of a question that financial investigators are, are looking into. That's where this world is, I assume, going to move next, that yeah. we're reporting in that space where so you, you can tell that financial investigators have sort of opened up. Everything on Mr. Manafort's life. I mean Dwayne Reed purchases, for goodness sake, mm. that they've that they've obtained. So the next step from our reporting, from where we we sit, is we see investigators beginning to look at the next layer. You want to try to go up an investigation. So yeah. who goes who how do you get there beyond Paul Manafort? And that's sort of Oleg Deripaska and Dmitry Firtash and ultimately Yanukovych and, and and his son Alexander. They're they're looking more broadly, now at international kleptocracy, yeah, because Paul's right in the middle of it.
0: So like, tell, tell, uh, maybe we do need to back up a little sure. bit. And and um, the other quote, aside from "How can we use to get whole" from the Manafort family that I <laughs> love is that money we have is blood money. Andrea Manafort's text to her sister when she's first realizing, or I guess, um, surfacing the fact that the money from Yanukovych or from uh, Paul Manafort, her father's actions in Ukraine is not just filthy but bloody
2: she knows this yeah and she's she's you know that's a very personal moment yeah for her to to acknowledge but so how lit- did
0: manafort get involved with the with the four russians that you just named oh lord
2: European? so paul uh, there's a, an excellent franklin forest story i believe in the atlantic on this you should, yep. everyone should go read uh i mean this is his sort of that's what he does for a living he yeah. goes and he and he you know he helps burnish the reputation of Really bad actors, you know, Ferdinand Marcos, Mobutu Sese Soko, Like, yeah, he's this is what he does, and so he winds up, sort of, with this clique in in Kiev, in Ukraine, with uh, Viktor Yanukovych, who's I don't think I'm out of line to say that he ran a mafia state, yeah, and that the Kremlin was deeply backing him in this sort of post Soviet lawlessness, right, mm-hmm. banditry as they call it. So he Yanukovych becomes president, and he wants Paul to sort of lobby on his behalf across the world for, mm-hmm. for Ukrainian interests. In the meantime, because you were in a mafia state and you have to launder the money that you're pilfering from your own people, mm-hmm. you have to send it to offshore havens, countries all across, small LLCs, uh, shell companies across the globe to make it appear legit, right? You're moving it back and forth. And so yeah. Paul, knowing that this is essentially blood money yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't want it in his hands, basically does the same thing. He He begins to set up according to investigators and records, shell companies across the globe to move this dirty money into his own hands, ultimately in his own hands, through his lobbying firm and through any number, dozens of various shell companies. Mm -hmm. They're all over the globe. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he winds up right in the middle of this nest of corruption, right around the time that Ukraine goes through a revolution, 2014. There's upheaval in the country. It's yeah. the Maidan revolution. They, they storm government offices and actually literally take papers. There's things found in lakes and in pools and there's just records everywhere. There's this uh, what's deeply been reported by the New York Times and others called the Black Ledger. And this is the off-the-books accounting, apparently, for this corrupt regime. So essentially Manafort's boss, Yanukovych, flees. He goes to Russia. Yeah, uh, Manafort is sort of In a lot of ways, holding the bag and and either owes debts or is in some way indebted to some fairly powerful actors, including Oleg Deripaska, who is a a giant oligarch from from Mm -hmm. Russia. Aluminum. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) aluminum, all kinds of mining operations. Uh, you know, has visa trouble getting into the country. Has been accused, or partners have been accused of things like bribery. Um, to, to Fur another sort of oligarch figure. So these folks are chasing Paul, and uh, he's apparently on the run. According to some great reporting, I think by WaPo on this, like <laughs> yeah. so. Uh, and the, the FBI is closing in. Right, we see the United States government, uh, the Obama administration. They see this kleptocracy. They yeah. are like, we are gonna go get the many billions of dollars that the Yanukovych regime funneled out of the country. Yeah. They put on a big show about, where this is our anti-corruption task force, and we're going to do this. The DOJ is going to get involved. We're going to have agents get involved. And to be frank, in the beginning, they were actively investigating. Like, yeah. they went there and looked at the papers. Like, somebody dried them off. Yeah. And tried to OCR them. So, like...
0: What's what it what? Sorry, drive uh, these uh, you, are the ones you, in the pool. What's yes, OCR uh, though?
2: You, where you take a piece of data and you turn it into a, a usable, especially a text file. Got it. Okay. Uh, 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 geez, I'm gonna miss it, but I'm gonna let somebody smarter than me tweet at me. Okay. Um, so essentially, so, but at one point, I believe it's in the summer, and federal law enforcement official tells mm-hmm. us, my colleague Jason Leopold and I, that there is an interview in 2014 with with Mr. Manafort, and it was very clear at the at that point to the FBI, that they knew he was up to no good. Yeah. In fact, someone told us we we could have had him.
0: That's amazing. I
2: mean, we we had him dead to rights. Yeah. In fact, Paul was going to turn over more records to them as they continued their hunt for Yanukovych's billions. But that's a hard job. In this case, they didn't have a very big team, to be fair. They didn't... So this you're wasn't talking a, about this is I'm the Eric Holder two, era. Yep, Eric Holder, 2014. Okay,
0: starts this this FBI operation yes. to try to to try to um, clamp down with with Fincen on financial crimes and uh, well,
2: with an FBI team. So a, a small group, but obviously Fincen would be involved. Like any f- sort of fraud, financial investigation, they, w- right. they would have They would that effort at it. So so it's w- not
0: like I mean. I and you might have first started thinking about the depth of depravity that is Paul Manafort in the last couple of years, but the FBI has had their eye on him for a long time. And is it— They had him. Is it—the <laughs> top brass decided that Yanukovych was suspected of stealing and having ill-gotten sure. millions and millions and millions of dollars. Right. But Manafort's money was considered small potatoes compared to that tens of millions of dollars. He might slip the knot on the grounds that stealing tens of millions of dollars—you know, come on—that's beneath notice with the FBI.
2: That's essentially what our sources are telling us: is that is that this was just not sexy enough <laughs> for, the US, for the U.S. government to to to, to go at, to to simply end with Paul, you know that, and so they essentially build this case, right? They collect tons and tons of records, yeah, and that's sitting in a government office. Ready to go. Right. And then he emerges again a few years later on the run from a creditor, you know, who's with a you know, weird past and, and dangerous ties. Yeah. In the middle of this campaign. Yeah. And so they go, oh, well, this, this probably isn't n- normal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's part of the reason why when the special counsel is appointed, he very quickly is giving given this stash of records on Paul Madden. These are bank records going back ages this this immediately sort of allows them to very quickly look and understand his financial networks right it seriously was a boost to what they were able to do and in a few months there's there's an indictment it really by the time he got his what appointed in may mm-hmm. and september ish i don't want to speak out of school i don't know the exact date and nobody knows what happens with robert murrell's committee but yeah we know that those records were turned over in september ish, and then Indictments in in October, so they right. they likely had a they had, they had a good understanding of what of how to follow the money. Yeah, uh, and that's very clearly what they've their play with him, right? They they know significantly more than has come out in indictments at this point. Yeah, there are there are many more transactions that have been deemed suspicious, flagged suspicious by bankers. Suspicious does not mean that it's a crime, right? But it will give you a blueprint or a roadmap on how to actually l- look at it. Yeah, all this was. Put together in 2014, banks are you know continuing to cycle through it. They are continuing to flag items as suspicious based on, for instance, news items. Yeah, um, they are they are attuned to the moment. We'll see whether those records get in the right hands. Yeah, but they there are a mass of them.
0: So structurally, I mean, just so many. I may be have been naive, but so many details of sort of how the world goes round have been surfaced because of this Trump thing. As you said um, before we started talk and started officially talking that you said Manafort would have gotten away with this if it weren't for if it yeah. weren't for Trump. And that's true of a lot of this stuff. Right. I mean, I think probably Kushner Enterprises would have gotten away with it and all the rest of them. We, Steve Bannon might have been seen as a right wing figure, but not we wouldn't have entirely surfaced the neo-Nazis without Trump. And, uh, you know, he's just turned over a lot of rocks. It has. And one of the things that mystifies me, and th- I really go to my naivete, and I bet Jason will cut this because he, so I'm the only, <laughs> he's nodding his head, because I'm the only person with You're this question. Nodding. But at the, uh, at the turn of the last century, during the time of the robber barons, there's this actual philosophical question of a man can only wear one, pair, one suit of clothes at a time. So how do these robber barons go on wanting more? And I mean, it sounds like a silly question, but I just Mm. don't get Manafort. I mean, even if you soak up your money in yachts and women and blow and whatever else suits, how do you need Without a, you know, what, serious, I don't know, gambling problem, drug problem. I don't know how one man spends that much money. This is not a guy in Manafort, Manafort, I mean, who has bought, who bought private islands. We were always told that he spent a lot on rugs. I mean, if you buy maybe that Da Vinci painting that came up, I mean, I, it, I, my imagination goes wild. It, does he have I mean, rockets? Fast
2: money don't last too long. as an old Lil Wayne, the rapper, say that. <laughs> but he doesn't. You gotta, you gotta, I mean, he, so there's so much turnover.
0: Yeah, I think, right? You've okay. got to
2: sort of keep that thing going. Right? right. There are too many people that you need to pay, too many too many folks working with you. You've got to move that money and it's got to be a churn. Yeah. So it's, not, it's I don't I don't think it's limitless greed in this case. Yeah. I, I mean, Perhaps there's a thirst for power that we can talk about, but but in this case, I think you have to keep that money going,
0: right? But, or you or you can't spend it. No, but that's the point is it's... you can't spend it, and that's where it all gets down to. But then, how am I going to get have my wedding at the Four Seasons or whatever? I'm just is this just <laughs> consumer culture at the end? I just or is this like a f- really interesting game? Or is Manafort a little bit of an ideologue who likes, who really is a Republican at heart who likes these kind of semi autocrats? And I yeah, don't he
2: know. loves the game. I mean, he really he loves, loves that. He does. He does, man. He is in it and has been in it and knows how to play. He's going to go to the mat. I mean, that's my personal opinion. Yeah. I don't think anybody's flipping Paul. Like, okay, I, I just, so let's talk I, about that. I, I, I mean, he thinks he, he, maybe he's innocent. We should say that perhaps he's innocent. And right. He's, and he's, and he's going to fully beat these charges, like his, his, his spokesperson has you know said. But they're, I don't think they're going to flip him. And they've got a lot of intel on his family. Yeah. On his friends. There are a lot of points where they can lean into him. Yeah. But Paul's a can I curse? Yeah. He's a tough motherfucker. Right. He's a he is real bad. You know, he's like bad. He's a tough guy, you know. Right. And like, I don't expect that any of this will work. I thought his statement the other day put out through his spokesman yeah. was
0: powerful. You mean when he like really slagged like, out Rick Gates?
2: Ba- pretty much. Yeah. He's like, sorry you didn't my ha- business colleagues. Yeah, sorry you didn't have the spine. Right. You know, because Paul's... These are serious actors that he deals with. Like Oleg Deripaska and Dmitry Fiertas. And I, I I don't have any reporting to know exactly why he owes them money. But the very notion that he does... Right. And he's communicating through a longtime friend, Konstantin Kalimnik, yeah. to do this. That's a... He seriously is a tough dude who I don't think they're going to get him to flip. I just don't.
0: Okay. A tough dude who will go to the mat or go to prison for Donald Trump? Not for Donald Trump. Right. Not All for right. Donald
2: Trump. Paul Manafort's not in league. Donald Trump but is Mueller's the not
0: trying to get Deripaska or get Yanukovych. We know that? Oh.
2: Um, I mean, I, I don't. Yeah. I truly don't. No, that's a good point. I do know that they are, they have in their custody records that show Paul's Oh, a deeper yeah. you a deeper said if relationship it was a roll-up,
0: with... usually people point from Manafort to Trump if it's a roll-up, mm-hmm. but you're pointing to you're pointing to the Russians and Ukrainian mm-hmm. entities, that, right?
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's that's a possibility. Yeah. I know that there are there is there are records that have been turned over to the special counsel that show Paul's relationship, or at least a hint of it. Yeah. Um. With. These oligarch folks, that that, that that perhaps there's another class mm-hmm. that you could um, potentially look into.
0: So one last thing yeah. to talk about that's it, it, not irrelevant here no. is this strange and emerging role of one Nastia Rybka. It's that's, Rybka. I think, her nom de sexualité or whatever. Um, she has a different name that I always forget. Anyway, she's the um, sex worker or mistress of Oleg. Oh, like, Daripaska and others who's um recently emerged because putin's opposition, this is Alexei Navalny mm-hmm. um who hasn't taken much of an interest in the trump russia affair has his own problems or as a you know his own problems with Putin that have nothing to do with Trump, yeah. but a prostitute came to his attention. This woman came to his attention because she had been claiming to have video of herself with cavorting with Daripaska and a Kremlin. Officer, right?
2: So, which this somehow is a, connected this is a, the, really, really, to Manafort? Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! This is a crazy story. Okay. And like it, it's starting to take hold. I don't know that. I think it might be, to my mind, a blind alley. But it is. Yeah. It's a remarkably interesting story, and it does touch, frankly, on Manafort. Yeah. Um. So so there's Nastia Ripka, as a young woman, she's written a, a book about um her essentially her what they call sex hunting. They're a seductress. She calls herself a seductress. And she's involved with this group that's run by uh, a young man. A young man, but a man in in Russia named Alex Leslie. And he is a self-reported sex guru. He's believed to be a genius. Uh, He went to a very sort of high-level engineering, I believe, school in Russia, uh, which he's since been kicked out of. But he runs on the side a training for men to learn how to, for lack of a better term, have sex, mm-hmm. which is essentially a front for you pay a bunch of money and we hire a bunch of girls and you go to Thailand and you have sex with them. Uh, and it's- it's oh, that's just, where
0: Thailand's on the attack. Yeah, so, okay. so right. So
2: this guy, Alex, runs this, Nastia is this young woman who runs it with him. They are lovers. They're like very close. In her book uh, and in subsequent conversations, um, Nastia says that she was one of this- one of Mr. Leslie's huntresses that he would go they would go and hunt oligarchs, that they were top-level escorts who would bed some of the most powerful men in the world. And so she decides to play a prank on Alex Navalny, who was Putin's main opposition force. She and her girlfriends go into their office one day. And sort of, I don't know if they're topless or what, they make a big scene. Yeah. And and Navalny's folks, they have this group of investigators who look into corruption in, in, in Russia. They are really incredible at what they do. They're great at this. Yeah. They're like, why are, who are these women? And begin to look into one Nastya Rybka. They go through her Instagram and seven months ago, sitting out there on the internet, are videos of her on a yacht with Oleg Deripaska, gentleman we talked about earlier, right. uh, aluminum magnate an oligarch, a very a billionaire who also was the guy that loaned Paul Manafort the nineteen million dollars. So he's on. They find him and a top Russian official on the boat and. In the background, as young Miss Ribka is filming everything, apparently she took like fourteen hours of film every day. Like, there's literally photos where Oleg Deripaska, one of the most powerful men in the world, is with a known top shelf escort, and he's like burying his face, like, 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 please don't put this on Instagram. And she does anyway. Like,
0: <laughs> good old Instagram. Oh
2: my goodness, right? And so she, you know, there's a glimpse of a conversation there where they do talk about uh, former State Department official in uh, yes, the, the Obama administration, Victoria Newland, and. So it's a very curious moment, and so Mr. Navalny's team puts out this—it's uh, a quite cheeky video of of what they found of their investigation, yes. and they track him to to essentially to an airport in Norway, and they see that Mr. Debar- Deripaska's planes is ferrying around this very important Russian government official like uh, to this meeting on this boat, and yeah. so
0: Navalny is is I mean for. Listeners who haven't yet sure. encountered Navalny, he's like some kind of combination of John Stewart and like I don't know JFK or something. Like he's, I mean, he's
2: this sort of very be- in some quarters very beloved yeah. figure who yeah. is who is seen as the sanest, like the the only person who's saying this is all crazy. Yeah, yeah. and he has a squad, a team of folks who do sort of what we do, what Mr. Paul does. They do f- deep dive financial investigations. Of how top Russian officials are are, are bilking the government, basically yeah. stealing kleptocracy. So
0: he's, but he's he's an opposition. He, he wants to run
2: for president, he's right. but he's not allowed to. He's he half. I talked to one of uh, his employees the other day, and they're like, "How you doing?" She's like, "Well, half the staff is in jail all the time, so you know, we're fine. We do this all the time." Yeah. <laughs> he's been in and out of jail. Like he, you know, he, he stages marches and they shut him down. I mean, he's a really fascinating figure in 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 russia and uh, frankly in the us at this point so he's the one that sort of finds this young woman and um r- r- reports on on sort of her instagram and 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 what she says and they you know essentially they go back to thailand the young woman and um her lover her sex guru alex leslie decide they're going to have a little sex whatever excavate whatever they do yeah and they wear these, these shirts i'm not that, that
0: i closely follow her instagram but she you, you missed a stop in dubai yeah she um. was in
2: dubai <laughs> but she anyways, was so she like, goes to thailand uh, yeah yeah you know she's everywhere she's got multiple instagram handles i mean like i shudder to think what my my internet history looks like now because of some of the things that i've had to look at her and her friends you know yeah like so they they have they go for this camp this sex education thing Bring a bunch of Russians with them to Phuket, Thailand. I believe it's Phuket, and they do whatever it is they're going to do. There's videos, they're Instagramming it, whatever. Yeah, it's your life. I mean, would do, you know, do you? But they get arrested, <laughs> and Thai authorities raid their hotel rooms and essentially say you're operating without a business license. You're in the country to do something illegal. Yeah, and so that beca- this is not the first time they've been there happens to occur shortly after this young woman and her boyfriend have deeply offended and embarrassed Oleg Deripaska one of those powerful men in Russia right and so they you know they're they're arrested on some sort of minor charges you can see the video they're just they at first they seem like this is a joke and she She's being driven. Apparently, she's uh, she was at one point. I'm talking to a source actually, while we're sort of doing this now, who's because our lives are crazy and and this is a person who's over
0: his phone. Really is yeah. Like this person
2: lives in Brooklyn, but was on the was somehow over there now in Thailand and whatever. We're trying acting as an official spokeswoman for Mr. Rybka. Okay, essentially, she ig's. I don't know how she does this, but she like ig's a plea in Russian for help. She says. American press, come help me! I will be the missing link in the Trump Russia investigation.
0: Yes, that's right. It's, yeah,
2: which is okay. That's remarkable. Yeah, right. I mean, as a guy who's chased a lot of blind alleys over the last year, some of the things we've done, to, you know, that didn't work out, yeah. it's a moment where it's like, oh, could this be true? Couldn't possibly be true. Yeah. And so, my understanding through some sourcing is that Miss Ribka may not have all that she claims to have, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but she she may know about other things. Yeah. And um, she's on a boat with Miss Manafort's... We can't take yeah, that away I, from her. I mean, her. You, cause <laughs> she's on the boat with Oleg Deripaska and a top government. You're Newland. I you mean, that, you, yeah. what's on the tapes? Like, yeah. what else are on those tapes? Right. So they're really fascinating figures. Apparently, she had that thing on often. Yeah. Um. There's a subsequent... And after the original Navalny video, which I urge everyone to watch, it's just so amazing. It's really... You have, yeah, I mean, really, it's such a well-done video. Yeah. Uh, it's in Russian, but there are great subtitles. They do a follow-up interview where Navalny's people talk to them at length, both uh, Miss Ribka and her boyfriend, lover, sex guru, uh, Alex Leslie, about what they know and they sort of, you know, they don't make any sort of outrageous claims. They sort of laugh this all off. Yeah. Even though Mr. Deripaska, Oleg, is suing them. Right. And they're sort of, they, there's devil may care. Leslie is a smart dude. Uh, <laughs> you really,
0: you really believe in uh, in Leslie. I
2: mean, like he, oh. run, like I mean, it's hard for me not to. I'm going to take the tinfoil hat off and just be a journalist for a second. He was running girls for some of the most powerful people in the world. I want to talk to him. Yeah, I want to know what he knows. Yeah, these women were on boats But I with thought these. you said
0: he knows about engineering, and that's why you. He, so he does. He's yeah, a I. Genius. I <laughs> 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 all right. Apparently,
2: super smart. But anyway, yeah. If, if you're out there.
0: So Leslie, I, I hate to wrap this because no, we, we really are. We're yeah. clearly in the studio and just uh, talking about, you know, all things Manafort. But um, I do think that the uh, the idea that the Russians, even in the form of uh, Nastya Rivka, are getting interested in the Trump-Russia investigation is a big change because Navalny has been sort of studiously skeptical in a, in a very interesting way yes. about Putin's role in in election interference. And so our hysteria here. Masha Gessen and others have That's thought, right. is have been completely overblown. So Nasia, Nasia Ribka is, to my mind, one of the first to say, I can help you with the Trump-Russia investigation. So like,
2: right. I mean, Russia
0: <laughs> has its own problems, you know. And, yes. Yeah.
2: This is the first time that uh, I think, that, I, look, can't put anything on them, but I think there are enough interesting things that happen in this case with Ms. Rybka yeah. that even the sort of... Some of the staunchest sort of critics or, or, or you know, d- detractors or, or d- disbelievers yeah. are starting to say, well, golly, geez, like that's a lot of things to have to come together in order to be a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <Like>, there, yep. <laughs> there are moments now where we're all sort of going, and I've been long, been a, I need evidence, you have to show me more, like I, I could never print this or let me yeah. report it, you know, and I'm starting to see, okay, there, especially last week's indictments and now this deal with Ms. Ribka, there's a lot affair there and guys (laughs) like many women like me have to keep going which we i'm sure will
0: um thank you so so much for being here anthony yeah it's fun that's it for today's show trumpcast is produced by the virtuoso jason de leon other podcasts don't steal our producer Now I got to direct you to Lexicon Valley, a show about language. The host, John McWhorter, chatted with Stephen Colbert this week. But who cares about that? You can find his chat with Colbert on the Internet. But he's so good. You got to check out the podcast. I'm Virginia Heffernan. Thanks for listening to Trumpcast.